What up, sis? How you living? How is shelter in placing, placing going for you at the moment? I know it's been a hot ass minute since I've been on the pod. Um, but to be honest with you, it's been kind of rough at home. I have all three kids home with me at all times, I'm running a home-based fitness business that is also very demanding because it's like people's fitness and their wellness. So it's a very hands-on deck situation. And right now I am reporting to you live from my local Target parking lot. So that's how life's going for me is I cannot for the life of me find any quiet moments in the house. Um, so yeah, here I am in the car in Target because I just did a Target drive up. That's proof. It's my bag. And I had to get packing tape and melatonin. The necessities, right? So shelter in place has been what? It's been like, I think we're in our seventh week. I've lost count to tell you the truth. And to be honest with you, it, I kind of knew it was going to happen. We knew that something was go big was going to happen that was going to just like turn our lives upside down. And so here we are. The kids are finding their groove in their distance learning at home. I am very careful to not call it homeschooling because in no way, shape, or form am I teaching my children anything except for if they leave their towels on the damn floor one more time, they gonna learn. They gonna learn today. But it's been a struggle for those parents too who have children with special needs. Um, I feel for you. My son, as you guys may or may not know, he has ADHD. We use medication. And in the beginning, it was kind of a struggle because my husband was like, don't give him the medication. He's not at school. And I'm like, we need to mimic the environment that he was thriving in as much as we can. So I was like, I can't keep having the same fight with him every day about his distance learning and where he's supposed to be focused and even keeping his focus. It was it was a big struggle in the beginning. Um, so we all kind of struggled at home because when you're stressed out about stuff like that and I, you know, his, his grades and he was falling behind on the, the stuff from home, it was really stressful. And, um, so we started having him take the medication and it was a 180. He was getting a lot of stuff done. His confidence was going up. So I'm like, we need to, you know, just eliminate the stigma that we have in our minds over, medicating our children and see that if they do truly need it, they do truly need it. And I think that Nolan is kind of at a stage where he does need it. Um, I'm hoping that he's able to cope and work without it as he grows in, in maturity and just grows in general. Um, because he doesn't, he's not self-monitoring and that's the issue. So it's a struggle. So if you moms out there, moms or dads, if you guys have children with special needs or learning disabilities, I feel you because we don't have our teacher's aides that are usually in the class helping the kids, you know, like we don't have all that right now. So we're just the teachers themselves in physical form. So it's just really, really hard, but we are getting there. Um, our school district has released information indicating that they are going to be just doing pass or fail, credit, no credit. So we are happy about that. 
So yeah, it's just a lot of maybe a couple hours of schoolwork, maybe an hour to two hours of outside time. And then they're back on their Nintendo Switch. We're playing Just Dance. They're playing chess. They're drawing. Like it's it's kind of like Groundhog's Day in the sense that sometimes we're just like waking up and my husband and I are like, what the hell? What day is it? And all, every day feels like a weekend, except for they have to do a little bit of schoolwork, which they're kind of falling they, they're falling into a really good rhythm with. So that's how we're doing. And on top of that, we have little Jojo who's going to be two next week on the 8th, next Friday. So on top of everything that's going on at home, I have a toddler that gets into absolutely everything. Um, he likes to take unopened bubblies, like the carbonated waters or LaCroix. Like, well, if we have one on the side table that we're drinking by the couch, he uses it to go water the plants. So there's that. He is just a madman, but we love him. He's the light of our lives and just freaking hilarious. He demands to just dance like every morning and every night. He will not go to sleep unless he does like one song. So it's been really interesting to see, you know, you can kind of tell when he gets a little stir crazy. He gets antsier than normal. He's more grumpy than normal, but it's been super freaking cool to be home. And I feel blessed every single day. No matter how stressed I get at home, like just knowing that I'm keeping my family safe all while, you know, still building my dreams and, and being true to what I want to do. Um, it's just been cool. So I want to know how you guys are. DM me on Instagram and let me know how you guys are doing. How are you holding up? Are you stressed out? Do you want to talk about it? Can we talk these things through? Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about just some different things that I've been seeing online in terms of, you know, us having time at home and things like that. Um, there was a meme that I saw, like somebody first tweeted out, if you're not coming out of this with a new skill, a new skill, something, then you just lack discipline. And so a lot of people you know, who are pro mental health are like, that can be damaging. That can be very, um, that can be, that can be a very difficult thing to hear for some people who are going through the hard. Right. And I understand both sides. Cause I'd like to think that I'm kind of smack dab in the middle, more on the productive side and more disciplined side. But I think it has also come out of necessity because of the state we're in, because, um, I was laid off from my part-time job. So if you guys didn't know, I have a part-time job actually. When the kids are in school, I go to an office um, for about 20, 20 to 24 hours a week. And I'm an admin over there. So I, you know, I pick up the phones, I facilitate contracts, I, facil I facilitate like a lot of things there. And so when shelter in place happened, I actually, took a leave because I had nobody to take care of my children after they, they closed the schools. And, you know, I, I have my fitness business. I have a really fun time running that. But I think because I allowed fears to make a lot of my decisions in the last maybe like four to five years. Um, and I worked like these jobs on top of working my business. Um, it was very fear-based is where I'm, where I'm trying to get at. Um, I, when 
when it was time for me to shelter in place with the kids and the schools closed, I already kind of had it in my head that like, okay, well, this job may not be there when I, when I need, when I need to come back. It's up in the air, just like millions and millions and millions of Americans jobs are and were right. Because so many people filed for unemployment. I already had it in my mind that I was going to build my business during this time so that I didn't have to come to that. So I didn't have to fall back on that. Um, because it's not that the work, the work doesn't fill me up. Obviously it's not what I love, but I do enjoy working there. I do enjoy, honestly, the adult interaction that I get with a few women in the office with me. Um, and I did enjoy the fact that, you know, I was bringing in extra money. Who doesn't want that? Right. Especially during this time with COVID-19. So when it all happened and it all went down, I was just already like, I don't really want to go back to that job. And then when it was official and I got the official layoff notice, I was like, cool. Like, I really don't want to go back to that job. I do have the option that we're going to, um, they're going to revisit and reopen tentatively at the end of June. But I honestly, I don't feel like I want to go back. And it's not that I don't feel like, it's not like one of those things like, I don't feel like it, right? I don't feel like going back to work. I... I'm enjoying the time that I have at home and I'm enjoying taking on new projects. I'm enjoying being super duper present for my family. I'm enjoying making money on my own time doing the things that I love at home. And that's kind of what I wanted to get in touch with you guys with today. That's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is are you using this time at home to sulk, to watch the news, to absorb everything on the news, everything politics-wise, everything, all the garbage that people are spewing out on Facebook. Are you using this time to do that? Or are you using it to be productive, right? And when I say I'm smack dab in the middle of that meme or saying that it could be very damaging, I understand both sides. I have had those days where I'm like, this shit sucks. Like, I am at my wit's end with my kids. I've hid in the garage from them. Uh, the baby is insane, makes all the messes, get in, gets into the, all the things. I can barely look the other way without him getting into something. So I've had those days, and I've had those days of worry. My mom actually lost a first cousin in London, and I've met her a few times, so I know exactly who she is. So it's like, I know what this crisis is doing and I know what the virus is doing. Um, I understand that, you know, the stress it's putting on our healthcare systems. And, but we can turn it into good. We could turn that energy around and put it into our passions and put it into something productive like your own fitness, right? Because for me right now, I'm going to tell you right now, my nutrition is not 100% at all. That is one thing that I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to work on my nutrition and take this time to really fine tune that. And then I would shop on my Instacart or my shipped orders and everybody was out, out of my freaking salads and my veggies. So I got a little bit butthurt about it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe there's just different choices out there, right? Or maybe 
maybe this is a t- this isn't a time to stress over my food or feel food guilt. But I can choose to move my body. I can move my body because I'm able to. I'll move my body for those who can't. And I'll move my body because I need it for my mental health. I need to move my body because I need those endorphins. I'm living off of those endorphins at the moment. Those endorphins give me the energy I need to do all of the things that I need to do to set my day up for success. So what choices are you making? Are you choosing to just emotionally eat this whole freaking time? Or are you using this time to be like, okay, I'm going to enjoy a little bit of baking with my family, right? If there is something that I am really good at and that I've learned throughout my seven years of being an entrepreneur, just kind of like seeing, just kind of figuring out like, how I am still here, how I've still sustained my business, how I've still sustained the belief that I can go after my dreams with the same company because it is very rare that a person would be with a network marketing company as long as I have. Um, And something that has really served me is I always start before I'm ready. I jump before I'm ready. I am the type of person who will make a decision and then just go and execute and figure it out on the way. I'll pretend that I have everything together and I'll announce something. And then in reality, I've barely even started the planning process or figuring out how I'm going to get something done. And I want to give you some examples. In case you need a little inspiration or a little motivation for yourself to start the thing and do the thing that has been pulling on your heartstrings all this time. So first things first, coaching. I didn't even know I was signing up to be a coach, to be completely honest with you guys. I signed up May of 2013, almost seven years. And I didn't even know what I was doing, but all I knew was I was having fun. And I enjoyed the connection and the encouragement I was getting from my coach at that time. Um, I was with him for a month at that time. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Let's pay it forward. What does that mean? What do, what do we do? I had knew nothing about the compensation plan. I knew nothing about building a business. All I knew is that I liked inviting and sharing what I was doing workout wise to my friends and those people around me on Instagram and on Facebook. And mind you, I had maybe 700 followers and I thought I was hot shit on Instagram and my pictures were grainy they were, uh, they were like collages most of the time and I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I was having a lot of fun. I chase fun. I am an Enneagram eight wing seven, which means I am competitive. I am driven. I am a protector. I protect what I love at all costs. I protect my passions at all costs, but I also like love fun and I'm, I'm driven by fun, which is in Enneagram seven, who is like a free spirit, fun, loving, like want, always wants to be feeling like happy to be doing something. You know what I mean? So I am competitive by nature in the sense that I like to accomplish things. I like to get things done, uh, but I also like to chase the fun. So I didn't really know what I was doing when I started Team Beachbody Coaching, but I knew that I loved 
the atmosphere. I love the vibes that it gave me and I wanted to just, you know, carry that on and pay it forward to as many people as possible. And that's essentially how I built a business is after about three years of having fun and it being a hobby, um, I started to see that I was doing a lot of the same activities that other people were doing. And mind you, it took me three years to do this, which is why I love mentoring my coaches now so that it doesn't take them so long. But I also saw that if I wanted to make this a business and not just live off of commissions, which is what I was making, which was still a pretty penny, I needed to find people to duplicate what I was doing and want to duplicate that fun and duplicate that community and culture as well. So after about three years of kind of just working the business as a hobby and just bringing friends on and stuff like that, I started to change my demeanor a little bit. I started to study more about what top coaches were doing, how are coaches uh, recruiting more coaches that want to do this with them and kind of want to link arms and create that type of ecosystem of people who want to build a build businesses versus just come in for the fitness. So I had to do a lot of learning and I'm still honestly doing a lot of learning even seven years later because I don't feel like I have it figured it all out because if I did, I would be at the goals that I've set for myself. Um, so I feel like I'm a forever a learner and a student. So um, that is essentially how I got started with coaching and I figured it out along the way. And I tell a lot of my coaches that now that I bring on, it's like, this is a hands-on type of business. You learn as you go. And that's exactly what I've been doing now is now that I am at a level where I can look at the compensation plan with a little bit more complexity. I am doing that so that I can maximize our income potential at home so I can further help my family. So and I'm seven years now, guys. And so that just goes to show you that everything is figure outable. Another example that I had was a website. I was at, in Orlando for a leadership retreat with um, my mentors and some other coaches on our team. And we were talking about what makes other coaches super duper successful. And one of them had a website. And I had no idea how to build out a website. I like only remember computer classes from high school. I had no clue what went into that, but I knew that I had a Google search bar and the passion and the heart to do it. So as soon as I got to the Orlando airport to go home, I vowed to myself, I had like three to four hours before my flight even boarded because uh, I had taxied with a couple of girls to the airport. So I sat there on my laptop, honestly, and I built my website. I used Wix, I believe, because it was very user-friendly. Um, I know that there's also Square. There's so many different platforms where you can build beautiful templates and just pretty much make them your own, and that's what I did. So I left Orlando within two to three hours with a website. Was it perfect? No. It, I, did I use the best high-quality photos? No, because I was working with what was in my MacBook at the time, um, but... I figured that shit out and a lot of people were kind of impressed about it. I honestly, I see other people's websites and I'm like, eh, that could be better, but I had everything that I needed. And what you have to remember too, is that people are always going to invest in you first before they even think about what you have to offer or what your services or your products are. So think about that. They're always going to look at you as your brand. They're not necessarily going to care about the aesthetic of what you are putting out, but 
they're going to be looking for how you make them feel and how you can help them. So that's what I kept in mind. I was just kind of like, I had recipes literally taken from my Instagram that I was help um, saving there or sharing there or on my Facebook feed. And I was turning them into little recipe blog posts on this website, right? I was thinking about, okay, what do I need to put on here? I need to put my story. Maybe I'll put some customer testimonials up. What other value can I add to this that is just going to further them getting to know me and what I have to offer? It doesn't have to be perfect, guys. You can figure it out on your own with a Google search bar by looking at what other people are doing and making it your own. But you have to start and you have to start quickly. And what better time to start that thing than now while everybody's attention is on their phones or their computers or on the internet in general? That is my method of thinking and that's what I've told my coaches as well. And now I have a couple of new coaches who have come in freaking swinging and killing it subconsciously because it is a necessity at this point, right? Everyone needs fitness and health. Everyone is thinking about how they can come out of this quarantine. Quarantone, ha ha ha. My husband's going to... I'm not editing, guys. I just got a phone call and I got cut off. So I apologize. But... This episode is going to be going up today. And another thing too is my podcast. I had no idea how to start a podcast. I bought myself a microphone. I knew that it was never going to happen that I would have the house quiet enough so I can record. I sat on it. And if you guys have followed my story, I sat on my, I I recorded one podcast episode when Jojo was super tiny. And then I waited another year to record my next one. Almost a year, guys. Because I thought that I needed the best microphone. I thought I needed the best setup, the best acoustics. I needed to do all of these things when really all I needed was to gather my thoughts and get them out to you and execute on them. You guys don't care if I have the best intro. You guys don't care if I have the best editing or even have a music editor. I don't. I am sitting in my car because this is the only quiet time that I've had in the last almost two months. And I'm in a Target parking lot right after a drive through pickup. Start before you're ready much? Right? Start messy. Start scared. Start shit your pants afraid. Start, I don't know what Karen's going to say about me right? Who cares? Do the thing. If there's anything that this shelter in place has taught me, it's that we only have one life to live. Live it the way that you want to do it. Live it doing things that you want to do that fill you up, that set your soul on freaking fire. I have just finished up which is why I'm at Target for this packing tape, Um, packaging up 45 Bad Moms Club sweatshirts to send out. I took the orders last week. 
Um, and I've just fulfilled them. I figured out how to ship from home. I figured out, you know, like all the things, how to do my own books, create Excel spreadsheets to track everybody who's purchased and paid. Thank you cards, like everything. I've done it on my own. But when I went to go post about wanting to sell these, I almost crapped myself. I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, who am I to be selling something right now during a pandemic? People are just going to think I'm hungry, hu money hungry. Um, I know nothing about shipping. Like, where am I going to go look for shipping? And honestly, all it took was for me to ask on Instagram stories, like, what are you guys using for shipping? Crisis averted, right? Sisterhood. That is the epitome of sisterhood and why I love this community and I love my Instagram family because you guys, there's always information to be had. There's always a resource out there for you. You just have to be brave enough to look for it. You have to be brave enough to put your hand out and say, I need help with this. And I'm telling you now more than ever, people want to support you. I'd want to support you. I'd want to help you. I want to see you succeed during this. And just because it's getting super hot in my car, and I'm sure my husband is wondering where I'm at now, I'm going to end this podcast and I'm going to tell you that you can do that thing. Now is the time. People's attention is at e-commerce on the internet. So if there's some value that you want to create, if there is a product that you want to launch, if there is an ebook that you want to create, if there is an e-course that you want to create, if you want to start your podcast, if you want to start your fitness journey, if you want to start that at-home project at home, y'all, we sawed, well, I won't say we, my husband sawed our backyard this weekend by himself by watching YouTube videos. Another start before your freaking ready story, Right? So do the thing, sis. If you need some support, if you need some love, I'm here for you. And if you don't mind, at the end of this podcast, wherever you're listening from, if, please go to iTunes in specifics, actually, because I'd love it if you would leave me a review. It helps me so much. It helps me see what you guys are jiving with, and I'd love to hear from you. And you never know, maybe you'll get some Bad Moms Club merch sent to you, too. I love you guys. Podcast episodes going up. No edits, baby.